Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This week on Fantastic Friday brought to you by Starbright. We've got anglers reacting to a crazy mahi video, two giant bass caught in a year, and more with Rob Chapman and Ryan Rigged. Yes, they do have nice boats. they got to go a long way real fast. Nice boats with fast engines and, and big stereos. <laughs> Rob, what do we got tonight? Right, we've got a mix. So we've got a... That is the man, and I, I didn't tell, Ryan's new to this, this may be the format, is we don't tell Ryan what's about to happen. Josh is breaking the internet uh, every time he posts a video, or he, he is the most uh, controversial bass fisherman probably on the planet right now, because this time of year, that joker, that's a video, that's, I think this was two, over 15, yeah, in the same year. So, it's unbelievable. I've never caught one over double digits. Ryan is the master of the, the videos. I don't know how many he's caught in over double digits, but this guy... All he does is catch giants, like freakish giants. So, wow. Uh, Ryan's our bass guy. Ryan, what's what's he doing? Is it is it the new technology? Is he that good? I mean, to to be honest, nowadays with uh, it, it, I'm assuming he's in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. He's in Texas. Uh, we got Lunker Share program out here, and if you guys aren't familiar with that, they uh, help breed ridiculously big bass as you can see and uh, you can go to some of these lakes specifically that stock these bigger bass and if you knew have the right gear and you know where to fish uh, especially with live imaging nowadays and some of the swim baits we got i mean it's just keep casting and you're eventually going to crank one of those big boys in it's Dang. yeah it's it's more common than you think it's just i'm sure not a lot of people want to put that on video and, and showcase that they're catching giants like that that thing <laughs> is is massive it, that's a butterball. Two of them in the same year. That's uh, that's intense. Uh, yeah, I believe he just caught one over fourteen in the last two or three days. So I know we're watching videos. That's what made me think of this post was a, kind of a a couple weeks back as a follow up. But he just passed fourteen again, and uh, Ryan could speak to. It. I know Tom. We we have all the equipment on the planet now in saltwater boats, but the bass fishing has gone into hyperspeed in the last year or two with the technology. Oh, yeah, man. You guys know, I mean, anything from the 360, 360 imaging to the live sonar. Uh, I mean, they even got like the new uh, move from PowerPole, which is ultra, like ultra silent. Um, so now you can sneak up on these bass, get them on the imaging, and then you just basically cast and let loose. And you guys know how bass are. They, well, if you don't know how bass are, they <laughs> will eat anything bit. if they can fit it in their mouth. So you give them a bigger option and... I mean, the big boy is going to come out and grab it, or the big girl is going to come out and grab it. And as you see, man, that he, he's got it dialed in clearly. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he definitely does seem to know what he's doing. And you're right about the power pole move. That thing is amazing. We have that in saltwater too, and it has helped us a, a ton. But I wonder, you know, there's a ton of uh, talk about um, forward-facing sonar, whether that's going to be um, legal, available. First of all, as soon as they start to make something illegal in tournaments, that makes me want it only all the more because it actually works. <laughs> that makes that means that it works. So definitely. I'm definitely staying with forward-facing sonar, especially if they outlaw it in tournaments. That means for sure 100% that it works, and some people are much better at it than others. So somehow that's a disadvantage if you're not good at it. 
But uh, I wonder if uh, when you're fishing for those big ones like that, is that necessary to be using the forward-facing sonar in in Texas? I mean, to be honest, if you know your lakes, some of these lakes in particular, we have a lot of that vertical timber and uh, steep drop-offs. A lot of our lakes are man-made here too. So once you figure out your structure, it helps a lot with seeing what's reacting because with that live imaging, you can see if they're – you know, locking in on it. If they're chasing it, you can slow down that technique. And I think it's, it's made it so these fishermen can adapt to what the fish are adapting to as well. Cause as you know, weather's changing, water's changing, cycling, more oxygen, less oxygen, these fish are, you know, they're going to be more lethargic and they're just going to slow down their eating cycle, or they might want the smaller bait. So having that as a tool is obviously going to make a big difference and taking it away, you can still pull out these big fish you just better know that lake before before you uh get that taken away from you during tournament time <laughs> that's awesome man well good job to josh jones fishing two of those in a year yeah, pretty dang big and to catch two of those in a year damn that's pretty good <laughs> two of those right. in a life <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure yeah, it's not easy getting a double digit i mean it's easier nowadays than it was but it's still not easy all right ben what do you got next <laughs> okay this is our world a little bit more it's a dream right here i mean ryan you know what that is oh yes have you ever fished fished for them uh you know i've never fished for them but surprisingly it's my favorite fish it's a lot of people's favorite fish it's It's one of the most beautiful fish in the ocean but uh i mean what we got going on here is some kind of awesome school and as they school if you can keep them around a lot of times what people will do is you hook one you leave it on the line and the whole school sticks around and if you just continue chumming, then I guess they get, um, you know, more and more bold to where yeah, that's... they might actually be able to. To I, I, it looks like this guy's. It in looks the like water. a dream. Yeah, he's CJ gets but in he, the water. He's hardcore. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Ryan was there chumming from above the boat because he's a. He's, he's been pretty good at a, a live chummer. Um, <laughs> we went offshore a couple months ago, and I'll give Ryan credit. A lot of people get seasick. We had one guy that literally was laid out on the bottom of the boat and couldn't move. But Ryan uh, puking rallied. And uh, But to your point, Tom, I mean, we've seen dolphin, like you said, you catch one, you keep it around. There may be a, This is literally a dream. Like, I, I saw this video the first time. Actually, CJ posted a, a photo first from down low looking up, and I thought it was the most incredible. My, my, I mean, hundreds of these, and they're big dolphin. It's not little peanuts and good. schoolies. It's, it's yeah. big 15, 20, 30, like... Just incredible! It's it. I've never seen anything like it, Tom. I don't think you have either. And that's it's Mexico. We I think we referred to it last time on the the marlin fishing right now with El Nino. It's it's just an incredible situation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And to be in the water like that, maybe you can get them to come closer to you than like just hanging your 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 hand off the the boat. I don't know. Um, but he's obviously been in the water with them for a while. They're getting very comfortable with him, and they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, sometimes you'll see giant bait balls around where these things are just picking off the the mackerels or the bait or whatever they're eating. And um, looks like that situation there, man. What a dream. That's awesome. And <laughs> and they got some, you know, good light, clear water. Looks pretty good. Have you so seen those, uh, those videos where people drop like a banana from the oil rig and it's just like yeah. on fire? Yeah. That's what this reminds yeah. me of right here. Just yeah, a for large sure. school. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So CJ Duffy. That's uh that's the account that you can see this one on CJ Duffy twenty two. He is hardcore spearfishing. If you love spearfishing, follow CJ. He's he's in he's insane. 
So, in a good way. He's, he's crazier than me. I guess it's a good way, whatever you want to say. <laughs> I'm not getting in that water. <laughs> okay, this one actually is my world. Ooh, yes. This, this, is, uh, this is from one of our shows. So, <clears throat> Kingfish. Ryan, you fish for Kingfish? I have attempted to catch him. We did not get him that time, though. Well, <clears throat> they're, uh, they're a fun fish. They really are. Now, you can see what's really cool about this clip is... When when the fish first takes off, he he blasts this lure, and the lure comes out. And so when he actually enters back in, he's not hooked. Do you see that thing? Did you see the lure get smacked? Yeah, there yeah. It is, right right Boom. there. It gets out. And so we have pictures of these things with the lure in their mouth and and um, also without it. But I was on this shoot actually. This is an end of the blue shoot. St uh, Scott Walker, Steve Roger, uh, fishing off of Key West. And the king fishing was fantastic. I remember there was a big storm coming in, and um, I had something I needed to do that day, and uh, I had to stay back. And <laughs> oh. so they went, <laughs> and they were back by lunch. And uh, and I met them back at the dock. I was like, "Did you get anything?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we got some. We got we got a killer show um, in about two hours." You can see the clouds in the background. It's very very. Very hard to see, but there's like a, a cloud line about where that fish was in the air, and that started rolling in on them. So it's calm right now, but, you know, the wintertime uh, fronts will come in, and, and you can see it coming, and you have time to to run back to the dock if the storm is coming, you know, from the opposite direction, and that's what happened that day. But who knows how high that is? I don't I know. That, that fish that. is like... How they were, the, they were there. Was. Yeah. Do you... Is that you 15 like, feet, Tom? <laughs> it could be. I mean, sometimes you <laughs> see them... The, the the highest I've probably ever seen one jump, I mean, this one's really close to probably as high as, as I've ever seen one because that's probably about as high as they can Top go. Top of a but tower or something. Occasionally when you're running, when you're running, you can see one in the distance just go so high in the air. And you're like, you know, you almost think that you were seeing things. Uh, but it's that's the school of mackerel, and they're there. And Key West, Key West is known for having uh, great king mackerel fish and some of the Biggest fish in all of the kingfish tournaments have come from, you know, the Dry Tortugas, Key West area. And, and right uh, now, right? Isn't it, isn't it a winter bite for them? Yeah, it can be. Yeah, really good. Really good in the, as, the, as the water cools down. And you can catch big ones, little ones, all kinds. But I think Stanzik just that's had an a good interesting bite on breed. Yeah. That's an interesting breed, the kingfish fishermen. They, <laughs> they uh, are. They go hard. Yeah, and it's not a lot. Ryan, I... I I fish for them probably like I, I've used live bait and chum for them a lot. They're obviously throwing plugs and that type of stuff. But the guys who fish the tournaments, you know, Tom, that is some boring, slow troll live baits, mm -hmm. hoping for one bite, just, just torturous. They but, can be. Uh, yeah, they have nice. Or boats. it can be fast and furious. They do have nice boats. They got to go a long way, real fast. They have nice boats with fast engines and and big stereos usually. Yeah, um, <laughs> but just true. you know that that fish is like that's probably like a a, a thirty five pounder, forty pounder. So I mean that's not like just wow. some that's squirt insane. fish coming out. That's a big fish. Yeah, big fish. Very cool to have gotten that on camera. MM ninety films. Nick, beyond nice job, LA. Nick. Yes, he got that in slow mo. So yeah, good that's going perfect timing right there for real. That to me, fishing is. If you can get top water, that's as good as it. This one's wild. Okay, this I don't one. know if you've seen this, Ryan. It's so oh, at the, the beginning of the video, he's it's a swordfish stomach. So oh. when you're watching it live, he's he's cutting open the stomach, and this I, I think you said what it is. It's an oarfish. First time I watched, I didn't know what it was, and then the more you see it, but it's funny the people on camera. Is it an eel? Is it a you know? 
But to me, oh, yeah. it's obviously it's a incredibly deep water, but the swordfish sliced it perfectly. It's like a puzzle. Putting together mm-hmm. the puzzle pieces. I think Tom, this one's already gone over half a million views in less than twenty four hours. Um it's just crazy. They piece it together. Uh, <laughs> Troll Naked is out of Louisiana. Does an uh, unbelievable blue water guy. Um, but it's the first time I've seen one like that just come together. You can see right here. He cuts it. No idea what's in it. That's pe- Tom, uh, you know this. Uh, Young Blood Adventures, when he used to do these what's in the stomach type of videos. Yeah. A lot of people think it's staged. You can't stage this. <laughs> you, you, don't, no, you don't know what's going to come out of a stomach, especially a 300-pound swordfish. So, especially saltwater fish. Saltwater yeah. is everything. It's it an alien. smells great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember being a kid, and my dad, when he had fillet fish, for some reason, I was always so excited to see what they were eating. And then I'd go to the, the store the next week and try to buy that exact lure. I'd be, that's, what, that's what they were eating. That's what I'm going to toss. Match yeah, the hatch. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't you know, know if they the, make an the orfish lure. About, I was about to say, we're going to have to look for another lure this size. Well, the funny thing about most sword fishermen that I know are using dolphin bellies, you know, cuda bellies, any sort of uh, a belly, and, and the baits are way smaller than, than this. I mean, this orfish is, is what? 15 feet, feet long? Uh, well, yeah, I don't, it's, it's hard to, the first sliver when he pulls it out real time looks about five feet long, and then, yeah. you know. Who knows from but there? Any one of those pieces is about the size of a swordfish yeah, bait. Yeah, it's true. They've shrunk the bait. It's funny how they used to use whole mullets and ladyfish. I mean, it's it's it, it, we're always evolving. I mean, that's the thing with fishing, like you talked about, from bass fishing to sword fishing. The technology, uh, Tomkin, uh, ten years ago, daytime sword fishing, there was a handful of people doing it. That and that was it. We didn't know how to yeah. do it. Didn't have the technology. Didn't have the equipment. And now, I mean, I think Stanzik catches one every trip he goes in the Keys. Now it's crazy the guys that have it dialed in. <laughs> Yeah, when they get them dialed in, they're they're dialed in. That's for sure. And and people are catching a lot more in the daytime. Louisiana is a great place to do it, uh, but that is a fish that you do not want to swim with. I'll put that out there. PSA: Do not swim with a swordfish. We had one almost go through uh, a cameraman. Luckily, oh, wow. it hit the camera and broke part of its bill off in the camera. But it was uh, no joke. Those swordfish. Of all the fish, that's the one that I do not want anybody swimming with. They're mean. Yeah, I mean They're mean. Even, even of deal. sharks, like like fish, swim with sharks if you want. You got your lure stuck in a tree again. Today, I'm going to show you a tip on how to get that down. First, we need to locate the branch that our lure is stuck on. Next is the easy part. That's it. Shoot it, <laughs> shoot it down. Shotgun. Pull the shotgun and you shoot easy. it on down. All right, here's about the biggest. This is the I told you I'd find it. That's Hayden. This is there the it biggest is. bass that we've ever caught. That's my son Hayden. On, On spinning gear. Spin I, I love it. <laughs> that is something. So the best part about this video is it's in slow motion right now, but right at the end when it goes to regular speed, you see the gills, your gills flaring, and and because uh, that fish looks kind of dead in slow motion, but then <laughs> then once it once it goes, it's going to happen right right about Get now. The head on the thing. Is that uh, Florida, Tom? Uh, that's Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Here, here it goes to full speed. There it goes. Oh yeah, he's right nope. at the end. Yep, that's the that's the best part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's some big fish around. You know, there that that uh, that lunker program you have in Texas, and then then certain people like my friend Graham Taylor. He, um, you know, I mean that that's like a pond, right? That that we caught that fish in. That's not like some, you know, natural lake where they're gonna have a bass tournament. That's mm-hmm. like a pond. But people manage these ponds so well now that. 
you can grow fish like that. Trophy right? bass. And, yeah. and if you if you're a real nice guy and you have really good friends like <laughs> Graham Perlow, right. sometimes they let you come fish there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's got, how and that's programs. how we caught that fish. Well, Ryan, uh, tell them, tell everybody where they can find you, what you do. Yeah, yeah. So you can find me uh, Ryan Rigged on basically all social medias: uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, and like I said, just basically trying to create some fun videos that people can relate to. Um, for the most part, that's my main goal and just continue to share my adventures. Every time I get out, it's just trying to keep these memories for, for the future because every time you get out, it's a new story. And uh, as fishermen, I mean, we all love fishing stories. So just the more that I can gather and the more that I can share, it's basically what I've become passionate about. So uh, that's that's my main goal with it. And that's what I'm going to keep on doing, you know, moving forward. And if it ever you know, escalates bigger than that. That'll be good. But my main focus is just to keep on sharing the love and sharing the adventures. There you go. Love it. Love well, it. Ryan, well, thanks I, I, for joining us tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. And I hope it works out for you, Ryan, because I'm looking up there. We got to fix that light of yours. We can make enough money doing this fishing oh, thing. No. We can get hey, you. If, if you guys haven't <laughs> noticed, I, I put some pictures up right there just to, this oh, whole room's getting classed it up right now. Yeah. So we're doing a full remodel in the fishing room. We're getting a new aquarium uh painting the right on my shoulder yeah yeah it's it's been a a lot of changing like i said i took some time off and we've been focusing on little projects like this that when we get back to it it's it's you know nice and sound instead of having skateboards on the walls and stuff (laughs) like that for my childhood so yeah getting back in the mix all right well thanks guys we'll be back next week with another one of these shows checking out all the viral videos of the week the best ones if you have some You can tag The Wild One Outdoors and let us know what you got. What's your craziest video that you've got? You might end up on the show. And uh, that's it for today. We'll be back with another guest and a bunch more videos next week. See you. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.